What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Because it's awesome, we really like it, and it's great content, and it gets us ready to bet the NFL postseason. We will also give you our hockey bets for tonight. Bets of steel, three games tonight on the ice, and then hardwood hysteria is what I've called it. 14 games tonight in the NBA. We'll give you our best of the best NBA golf bets as well before we uh, close up shop and say au revoir at 7 o'clock Eastern time, but probably closer to 6.54. Thank God. So 54 minutes from now will be the end. We bring you a lot of content until then. And joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour today, I absolutely love having this guy on the show. And love, like, the time slot today, like the game starting in an hour, like 14 NBA games tonight. No one better to break it all down than our guy, the great Matt Moore. If you're a fan of the NBA and, like, you're not following Matt on Twitter, like, you are making a grievous error. Correct that immediately. Follow him at HP Basketball. You got to check out his awesome basketball betting podcast, Buckets. Please make sure to check that out. Matt supports us. Support him. Check out his NBA betting podcast, Buckets, and check out all his written work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, and his bets on the Action Network app. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. We appreciate your time. How's it going? Going great, guys. Excited for the games tonight. I'm getting ready to head down to Ball Arena to watch Warriors Nuggets. Should be a good one tonight, even if Draymond and Jamal Murray might not be available for this one so excited for all the hoops tonight gonna have uh, my ipad up watching while i'm watching the hoops live uh can't wait to just dive in and get back to watching hoops yeah absolutely nba obviously no games yesterday and not just like that there are a lot of games tonight matt but like a couple really interesting games the one you'll be at obviously was going to be more interesting if Jamal Murray was healthy and if Draymond Green was going to play tonight. So they're both out. Jokic is on the injury report, but like he, he's going to play tonight. Like, I, like you know, barring some like really unforeseen announcement, the Nuggets are four point home favorites against the Warriors who have been, remember the Warriors were terrible on the road last year. That was like one of the storylines of last season. They've been awesome on the road so far this year uh nuggets four on the road 227 maybe just like what you've seen a little bit from both teams before we do bets for the game and then obviously any bets you have for the game as well yeah so i think it's it's pretty fascinating um golden state i think that their resume kind of doesn't show some of the underlying issues right like just the overall returns net rating and record aren't really indicative of kind of the problems when the team has looked rough they've looked really rough but their schedule hasn't allowed them to get tripped up enough to really be worried about it. I have some concerns. I had concerns in preseason. One of the things that's really interesting, and this won't affect tonight because Draymond's out, but 
The Steph Curry, Draymond Green minutes, they've lost those. They're a net negative in those minutes. That's weird. Haven't seen that. It's early, lot, you know, small sample, blah, 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 blah. It's just like a, an interesting data point to be like, huh, that's different. They're dominating in the Chris Paul minutes because the defense is amazing with Paul out there not turning the ball over. You got Gary Payton, et cetera. So I'll be curious to see what the second unit looks like versus a Denver bench that is exciting and physical, but doesn't like doesn't have a lead ball handler with Jamal Murray out. So that'll be kind of, I think, something to watch. The other thing is that the Warriors are really small. And so Denver plays is just so big. And that was a problem for the Lakers in the opener. Uh, and in the Western Conference Finals last year, and the Mavericks ran into the same problem where 6'10", Michael Porter Jr., 6'9", Aaron Gordon, and then Nikola Jokic, it's just a huge front line, and they're pretty big all the way through. So how the Warriors handle that, especially without Draymond, I think will be interesting to watch. No bet on the game. Um, I make this slight edge to Denver without Draymond, uh, but not enough for me to want to go ahead and bet on it. I want to watch this one and see how it plays out. Uh, lean a little bit towards the over, but it should be a really great one. I'm mostly excited to see what both of these teams look like considering you know how good they've looked both at times. Matt, that is the marquee game for tonight in the Western Conference. The marquee game in the Eastern Conference, my New York Knicks. Oh, no, just kidding. Although like, I'm excited for the Knicks-Spurs game coming up tonight. It's the, uh, the Sixers and the Celtics in Philadelphia with Boston like in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point road favor, total 228-and-a-half. You know, we've talked a lot about the Sixers. Ken's made like a case for Philly maybe being a team at the end of the year that we look at if they're able to add a third piece, maybe Embiid winning back-to-back MVPs. And Boston obviously has been one of the best teams that I lost a couple nights ago to Minnesota, first loss of the season, but Celtics have been gangbusters to start the year. Uh, thoughts here tonight with the Celtics and the Sixers and kind of like any big picture thoughts you have on either one of these teams as well. Yeah, so I mean, look, on the, on the one hand, I really want to make fun of Ken and be like, oh, so you're just going to line up and kick that football again with Lucy, huh? You just yep. want to go ahead and, and go after the Sixers bets again here. Um, on the other hand, I will say that this is the best, this to me is the best Sixers team of the NBA era. And it goes to show you that it's not oftentimes about the names on the jerseys and how they play, how they're coached, et cetera. I'm working on kind of like a go. I'm working on this theory that maybe with how much talent the league currently has, maybe coaching, which has never really mattered that much in the NBA, maybe it matters more now. And I think that you're seeing that with the Sixers, where Nick Nurse, Embiid's averaging seven assists, which is great for him. He's made really smart passes. He's also just generating more because they're running things like dribble handoffs which they never did under Doc. So they're using him in more creative ways. I love what Kelly Oubre has bought, has brought. Their their uh, wing rotation is really good. Celtics are awesome. Uh, as long as the starters are on the floor, I have real concerns about the Peyton Pritchard minutes. <laughs> they don't look good to me. Some of the numbers are troubling. But this is going to be a great matchup. I definitely show value on Philly. I'm not brave enough to get in front of the Celtics train here in a bounce-back spot after the loss of the Wolves. I am on the over, though, because I think both these offenses are really good. I think they're going to find ways to exploit how one another plays, both with switching defenses and the lack of size on the interior for the Celtics. I just I really like the over in this game, so that's my bet on tonight. Uh, should be a, a great matchup. And I, I kind of agree with Ken. I think the Sixers have a real chance, if, 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 and he can stay healthy, uh, of maybe being one of those teams at the end of the year. 
Yeah, obviously, like, we'll see. Like, yes, I'm going to line up and, like, kick the football again, and maybe Embiid gets hurt again. Just I kind of see what you see, Matt, that they might be – maybe they're a little different. Hey, like, nobody thought Jokic was going to win, and then he won, and now he's the best player in the league, and it looks like they're going to win, you know, multiple championships or whatever. Like, why can't the same thing happen? Maybe. This is what I tell myself, at least, when I I place the bets. You mentioned Minnesota there briefly, the team that beat Boston the other night. Already, the Timberwolves have beaten the Nuggets and the Celtics so far this season, which is pretty impressive. It looks like they should have an easy time with the Pelicans tonight. McCollum's got the collapsed lung. Zion's out. Herb Jones may not play. This is out to nine oh. for the Timberwolves. So if you have a if you have a bet in the game, obviously would love to hear it. Like, is this number has it been bet out far enough? But kind of seems like the Timberwolves might be that surprise West team. We had that group of teams before the year. Kind of seems like they might be it. Do you agree with that? And and anything to do with tonight's game? Yeah, I loved him in preseason. Um, you know, if this hits double digits, I think I'm probably going to have to go ahead and bet Pelicans. This seems like a letdown spot. It has it written all over it, right? Like, how often do we see this where it's like, they're missing so many guys. And then it's like, yeah, so the other team doesn't get up for it. <laughs> they just don't play as well as they need to. Uh, and somehow, you know, uh, Hawkins goes off for another 30 or something, and they manage to pull it out. I'll at least look at that as we get closer to tip. Um, I do love the Wolves. Love them in preseason. And this is exactly the start that you would have hoped for if you're like me and have the over. The uh, division bet seems great, too, except for the fact that the Nuggets are a wagon. Um, This team, though, in the Wolves, they are not only number one on defense, and the eye test matches that when you look at McDaniels and Gobert and even Anthony Edwards and Mike Conley, but also they're number one in defense with the toughest defensive strength of schedule for dunks in three. So they face the toughest offensive stretch so far of any team. So for them to be there, like that's really validating versus some of these teams who may have just been beaten up on bad teams. Um, I like their combination of depth. Nas Reed really gives them a boost. They have a lot of options they can go to. And because they have Edwards and Towns and Gobert and Mike Conley and McDaniels, they can put together different lineups. And Chris Finch isn't as rigid as some coaches are with how he deploys them. So it makes them a little bit more fluid, and they're able to adapt to what the game calls for. I like their collective identity. Uh, I legitimately think the, the Wolves are going to wind up being a top four seed in the West if they can maintain league average health the rest of the way. We do have a little bit of breaking news in the NBA, just for the benefit of our live audience here. Not that it impacts anything coming up for tonight, because we expect that Jamal Murray to not play tonight. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweeting moments ago, Jamal Murray likely sidelined for the remainder of November due to his right hamstring strain. So maybe another three weeks out of the lineup for Jamal Murray and the Nuggets lineup. Julian Strother! Put them up, books, you cowards. You better do that with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday. Talking NBA with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. Matt on Twitter, at HP Basketball. Uh, Matt, just like the, the Pacers-Jazz game tonight, the total's 242.5, trending to, towards 243. Everyone's on hashtag Pacers overs right now. Is this number too high for you? Like like, like with Indiana, like with Utah, maybe you wanted to slow it down, and the Pacers being just like an overtrain right now. I don't know that there's a number that that I would be like, ooh, I really want to get in on the under. I just don't know that that number exists, man. Like, um, I, I'll just let you know, like, based on in-season numbers, and that's certainly, you know, it's it's small sample, but I've got it at 250. Like, it's 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 high. So it, it's a, it's absurd what, the, what Indiana has done. Um, no Walker Kessler, so you even have less rim protection. John Collins is going to start at center. Yikes. Um, and the Pacers, I will say this, um, we talk about coaching. Rick Carlisle has those guys buying into a team identity. And you could say, like, yeah, nobody plays defense. Accurate. But they also 
run. They run and they run and they run. And they run off misses and they run off makes. And when you are that consistent in how you play in establishing pace, you're going to wear out a lot of teams. Now, it's going to be tough. I think Utah's got a lot of athletes. Uh, but I kind of think that, like, I don't know that, that you can adjust enough on this Indiana team, especially given that if, they're, if they are playing the way that they want to, they're not going to be like, okay, now we need to lock, lock down on defense. That will never happen. They'll just continue to put up points as we've seen this week. Matt, I want to ask you also about this Clippers-Nets game, game two for the like, sort of the big four together, if you want to think of them that way. Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, James Harden uh, lose to the Knicks, and now it's at Brooklyn, and Brooklyn obviously playing with about a half a rotation tonight. Ben Simmons isn't going to play. That came out of, you know about 20 minutes ago. Uh, we know Cam, Cam Johnson is close to coming back. So Clippers on the road, about five, five and a half. In about a minute here, what have you seen from kind of like in, in game one with those four guys playing together? Any props maybe that stand out now that they're all together? how Harden's fitting in with everybody. What about Clippers Nets here in about 60 seconds? Yeah, I think we're too early just because Harden, you know, his stints were very distinct in terms of how they played and how they didn't. I think they're going to work more on trying to meld those guys together. You could tell that there was a lot of awkwardness. Um, and what was funny is there was kind of, the, you know, uh, Knicks, Knicks just absolutely destroyed them in the fourth quarter behind the bench, just going wild with their energy and effort. But I also think that, you know, Clippers on the road, not surprised. It was kind of a letdown spot for them. First game with with Harden in the rotation. I think it's too early to tell. I just don't think we can kind of get a feel for what these props are going to look like. Outside maybe Bones Highland, who continues to play a larger role than I kind of thought. Looks like he's going to play a lot next to Harden a little bit, and that's going to be interesting to see. I think maybe playing some props on Bones Highland when those props open closer to the game might be the way to go. Matt, we got a decent amount of runway here, about 90 seconds to two minutes. Any other bets that you've got for tonight in the association? Hashtag hardwood hysteria, 14 games, side total of props. Anything you feel comfortable with giving out to our listeners and viewers? Yeah, I'll go the under 224.5 in Spurs-Knicks. I lean a little bit towards the Spurs, but I'm not uh, brave enough to, to get against the Knicks, given that they had like what, such a turnaround game. I uh, feel that this is too many points, but the under I do, I do love here. Knicks defense has been great. Spurs defense is terrible. That's not deniable, but the Knicks offense has really struggled as well. So I think there's actually pretty good value on the under in that spot. Under 221 in Suns and Bulls. Both teams are 19th or worse in three-point rate. Uh, Bulls defense is actually the better one of these two units. And then you got the fact that the uh, Suns may get Bradley Beal back tonight, and if he plays, you're going to see the same thing that you've seen in a lot of these spots where there's this function when they add a new big piece back when they haven't played together. So like the under 221 there. Detroit plus 12 versus the Bucks. I would have never taken an, a division opponent versus Milwaukee under Mike Budenholzer. But Mike Budenholzer is not the coach anymore. And I got a lot of questions about Adrian Griffin. This is too many points given how the Bucks have played. I'll take the Pistons even on a 3-4 and four, plus 12. And I like the Rockets plus 120 on the money line tonight versus the Lakers. I have them as a slight favorite. Hashtag wrong team favored. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and trust the Rockets. I think they're they're actually playing really well right now. Lakers are extremely banged up. I like the Rockets to get a sneaky win versus the Lakers tonight. Absolutely love it. Matt, awesome job, man. We love having you on the show. We want everyone, if you like Matt's analysis, and how could you not be a moron not to, check out Matt's podcast, Buckets, NBA betting podcast, and read his work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, the bets on the Action Network app, and follow him on Twitter at HP Basketball. My friend, we sincerely appreciate your time as always. Stay well. Uh, enjoy the game coming up tonight in Denver. And we look forward to talking to you next week on the show. Talk to you guys then. Take care. The great Matt Moore joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Like, pretty good life.
If gives about a million bets, and now I'm going to go watch the, the world champions play tonight against Golden right. State. Not bad. You know, go watch Warriors Nuggets. Sounds good. I as he's going through everything, like I I sort of feel it right now. Where I'm like, oh yeah, like we're like we're 45 minutes away from just a complete binging of the NBA that's about to take place tonight. Like quads, like oh quad screen on League Pass. Yeah, that's not nearly enough to capture what's going on at one time. Like at nine o'clock tonight. Uh, that's that's the kind of night it's going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and, you know what? I, I bagged on it yesterday. No NBA games on election night. If this is what it's going to be every year, absolutely love it. They should call this hardwood hysteria. Seriously, the Wednesday after election yeah. day in the NBA. Rock the vote. On the other side, we'll start giving rock the vote. We'll start giving you NBA bets for the on the other side and a little NFL playoff sim as well. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we get to our NBA bets with the best of the best coming up in a couple of minutes. Bets of steel still to come. Golf bets still to come as well. But Ken, we have a little bit of uh, NFL playoff sim. Sim Simma, who's got the keys to my bimmer? Who am I? We got a little more NFL playoff sim to do here. I'm Nick. That's Ken. And uh, great to have you here also on the, uh, the BeckQL Network. Uh, best of the best coming up in moments. But, Ken, we have uh, Sebastian. You want to credit the Twitter handle again? Just so, like, this person does deserve proper attribution, right? Yeah, sure. Mr. Case B. Mr. Case B, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah, M-R-C-A-S-E-B. Just simulated what are the most likely wildcard matchups. Now, we'll do our playoff sim next week probably is when we'll start. That'll be like if the season ended today. That's not this. This is like you play out the season. And here are the most likely wildcard matchups you get. So I'll, I'll just say what they are again. I think we went through all six, but I don't think we necessarily did either betting lines or exact TV slots, which might even be more important than the betting lines. Uh, so Ravens, the one in the AFC. Uh, Bills at Chiefs, which we talked about. as like one of the great wildcard games of all time. That was you. Uh, Browns at Dolphins, which is a really interesting game. Bengals at Jags. You assume the Bengals would be favored in that game. On the NFC side, the Eagles get the one. The Lions are the two hosting the Vikings for what would be the third time in four weeks at the end of the year. Uh, Niners hosting the Seahawks, which made Nick upset because they play a lot. And then Saints hosting the Cowboys, basically like a a redux of the four or five last year in the NFC where the Buccaneers barely got like got the four, won the NFC South and were a dog to the Cowboys in the first game. That's exactly what this would be. Um, I guess one of the questions is like how big of a favorite of the Cowboys in that game. Uh, Question for... I actually don't know the answer. This is not a setup. Is that how you pronounce that word, R-E-D-U-X? Is it, is it pronounced redux? Because yeah. I always see it, and, and I never know how to rouse it. Is it redo? Is it redux? I, I'm, I'm actually legitimately asking. I'm, I'm like 99% sure it's redux. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you're right. I've seen that word written a million times. I don't think I've ever heard anyone sure. say it before. So, okay, good. All right, so now I know. I don't think right. I've said it before. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I okay. think it might be the first I time. I've, I, I've seen a written by. I was like, that, I've, that wasn't I've a redux like, I don't know. of a previous time I said I, it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, just on the TV schedule here. So I've got, so the early game on Saturday is going to be Seahawks Niners. So this is what it is. That's the first game. It's like a nothing. Yes. Game. Uh, and, and for people, just remember like Saturday, 4 30, like Super Wildcard Weekend, Saturday, 4 30, 8 p.m., Sunday, 1 4 30, 8, and then Monday Night Football. Just for, I just and like that's what it was last year. And, and it was the first game on Saturday last year of Wild Card Weekend, right? The, what was the first game? Niner Seahawks? Niner Seahawks. Yes, that was the first game last year. It was the, I think it would be the first game again. Um, all okay. right, so we did point spreads for the AFC games. We wanted to quickly do them for the NFC, and then we could slot them in in time slots. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, do, which which one do you want to do? Cowboys Saints first. How big are the Cowboys as a road favorite? Uh three and a half. It's probably not six. In between like, three and a half and five and a half. Yeah, like four or four and a half, probably. I think it was three and a half. I'd bet Dallas. But yeah, in that in okay. that range for sure. Four and uh, a half Niners, or five is probably the right number. Niners like seven and a half against Seattle. That's easy. Yep. Agreed. Not seven. Honestly, like we get there. maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more, honestly. Okay. Not like not ten, but yeah. Yeah. And Lions hosting the Vikings is gonna be weird because they all played so much. And you know, like probably the same range right now, honestly. Well, we said we said six, six and a half if Jefferson was back, actually. That's what we said. We said like six yeah. and a half. Should it should it be more than that? No. Because like if they get there, the Vikings will because yeah, the Vikings will have gotten right. there, correct. And Jefferson will be back. So yeah, Lions six and a half, maybe seven against the Vikings. Okay. Uh you want to do TV slots? Yes. Uh okay, so, so Saturday early game day, Saturday. Seahawks Seattle, Niners. San Francisco. So actually let's let's work backwards. Monday night football has to be a four or five, I'm pretty sure. So let's 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 call that Saints Dallas. Cowboys. Yep. Okay. Sunday night football, Bills Chiefs. Yep. Sunday one o'clock, Dolphins Browns. Yep. So that leaves us Vikings, Lions, and Jaguars, Bengals. I think Jaguars, Bengals is Saturday night and Vikings, Lions is Sunday I, afternoon. I totally agree. Like Lions hosting a playoff game for the first time in forever. Would they? So like you have Burrow on Saturday night right now. Would they and, ever and put to, the Dolphins on Saturday night? Satur- Jacksonville yeah. was a Saturday night game last year. Jacksonville Chargers. Yeah, that's actually a good point. So, like, why not? Like, why wouldn't they just do that again? I guess it's like a really good way to think about it. I think we have that nailed right now, and now nobody yeah. gets to tweet us the four or five thing that we like never knew about for two years. That's good. That we were like, this was like apparently way wrong on for like multiple <laughs> right. seasons. We, just, we kept saying it would be like all these games, and people are like, you know, that's not allowed, right? We it's like, like oh idiots. man, I can't. Rams, yeah. Cardinals, can't believe it. Right? Why would they choice. pick this game? What are they? What are they doing? <laughs> oh, it's in the rules. Oh, oh, yes, it's in the rules. All right. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so I, I got to tell you, man, those AFC games, badass. Those NFC games, ass. Ass. <laughs> Just like the regular ass. Like a, just, not the fun kind. Not HBO. Terrible. With regular ass TV. Yeah, so. <laughs> just, just, just absolutely terrible. Oh man. All right. I, I don't even know like how it could be saved either. I think like it's going to be bad. Well, the Eagles are like very likely to be the one. Like if you put the Niners, yeah. Like if you put the Niners in the two, okay. Like they beat Minnesota, and then the Lions play the Seahawks rematch of a very competitive Week Two game, which Seattle won. But like, who cares? All of these matchups are like not fun or sexy. They all suck. Dallas at Arthur Smith instead of New Orleans. It's like it's either Dallas at it's like the same thing as last year. It's like Dallas at yes. NFC South champion. But Dallas at a at a worst. The other team had Tom Brady. These yeah. teams stink. Yeah. Now that team stunk too, but they had Tom Brady. Yeah. Which which allowed us to make a really valuable bet on Dallas. Oh, One of my favorite bets of last season. It was really great. Yeah. All right. We'll do more on this next week after this weekend's results. Our playoffs and first one of the year coming up next week here on You Better You Bet. It is a wonderful football Wednesday, uh, but despite the fact that it's a wonderful football Wednesday, we got a lot of bets to get to in both the National Hockey League. We'll bring you golf bets. But now, hashtag hardwood hysteria.
We got a lot of bets coming up for tonight in the NBA. Side total and props. Jake with the best of the best. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Ready for whatever may come. And when it comes to the sports books, they'll show no mercy with their NBA best of the best on You Better You Bet. 14 games to choose from. No shortage. Actually, there is a shortage. There's 28 potential sides you could take. So there is technically a shortage. But a lot of potential choices here for your favorite side, Ken. Best side bet tonight in the NBA is what and why. I don't know if a lot of people would go to this game uh, and instead of others. There's a big-time perception out there, in the, I think in the betting market too, <clears throat> excuse me, that, uh, that the Sacramento Kings can't win without De'Aaron Fox. They play terribly without De'Aaron Fox. That's been true for a couple games. And I think that's causing you to get a big-time break on this price where Portland's given you half a roster tonight. Now, we know Simons has been out forever. Scoot's been out for about a week. Now, Robert Williams is going to be out for a while as well. <clears throat> and the Kings are, they're seven and a half in this game against like half of the Blazers. I, I don't understand it. I think it's because they played so poorly recently. I think it's a great time to buy a very well-coached Kings team against Chauncey Billups and half a roster. Uh, I like Sacramento a lot. All right, so Ken's best of the best tonight in the NBA. Best side, the Sacramento Kings. I'll go to the uh, the Philly-Boston game. When smart people talk, Nick Costos listens. It's so I can sound smart when people ask me questions. So I listen to guys like Ken Barkley talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and where they might end up at the end of the year. Now, like this is not like the full—they're not Charizard yet. Jake, what's the second form of Charmander? Charmeleon? Yeah. Charmeleon. 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 Did he say right, so did he do right like, and dirty? They see me dunking, they hating, <laughs> trading Harden, and now we're winning games. Gotta cover the... He died, Chameleonaire? Alex just for Did Chameleonaire die? Oh, no. That's... Te- I, I mean, there's like... And there's like three versions of Ride and Dirty, and they're all awesome. Yeah. That's terrible. This raises Rest the question, is there, a, is there a Chameleonaire out there somewhere? You know? A thousand there? Uh, rest yeah. in peace, Chameleonaire. Uh, so we'll find out if we'll be right and dirty tonight. Uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers, Ken, I'll take the Sixers tonight. I'll take them plus the points. Maybe wait and maybe we'll get plus three. It looks like this is going to go to three. Uh, and I'll play the Sixers on the money line as well. So Philadelphia, Ken, for me, my best of the best side. What's your best of the best total for tonight? There were uh, there were a couple I could have gone with here. I, I disagree with, like, movement in the market on the Toronto-Dallas game. This total's been getting bet up a lot. Um, Kyrie-Luka together hasn't been quite what everyone thought so far lucas shooting less i think they're still trying to figure out exactly what's going to work in this game uh and toronto has they haven't been a dead under team the whole year but they bring a lot of defensive quality to the table scotty barnes might be literally the defensive player of the year right now he won't win but like he's being rated like that uh him and ananobi and everybody against this dallas lineup i think it I think it actually favors an under uh, versus this kind of a number. So under 226 is the consensus number in the market uh, for Mavs Raptors. That's my total for tonight. Uh, Chameleonaire apparently is still alive. So a- Alex has killed Chameleonaire accidentally. No, that's don't so, do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
We don't want to kill still alive, thankfully. No, no we, don't, we, we don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Millionaire still alive, thankfully. Right, yeah. Especially like Uh Cabillia, yeah. well, everyone hates billionaires, apparently. We don't want like, yeah. to be one, but apparently we all hate them. Or whatever. Mm. Uh, I'll roll with Matt on this Nick Spurs under tonight, and this will jibe with a, uh, a prop that I will give out momentarily here. I, I don't think this is going to be a big game tonight for your guy, Ken, Wemby. Oh, going up guy. against going up against well you love Wemby. Yeah. Going up going up against the Knicks front line tonight. I'll play under two twenty I like a couple other totals as well, but I'll play under two twenty three and a half with the Knicks and the Spurs. Your best total is what? I just gave you my total. We're doing props now. What's your best prop? <laughs> sorry, it's week ten. <laughs> I just I had to point it out. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to okay. get just the updated the updated number on this. Uh, I can give you my total again. I like the under in the Raptors Mavs game. Um, Jazz Pacers. You talked about the total in that game. Pacers overs the style that they play. Uh, Utah coming to town. One thing that's been true in all of their games, no matter the opponent. Lowry Markkinen, prolific three point shooter, shooting a lot of threes this year. And in this kind of a game, I think that actually like goes off even more. Um, he's made multiple threes in literally every single game this year. His three-point prop tonight is three and a three and a half. Uh, so over on that, and I would also just say like I I like alts a lot on that too. Like he's I think what's six plus for him five to one. Uh, this kind of a game I think like leads to extreme statistical performances. So marking in threes over and kind of as a ladder as well. Uh, my favorite prop tonight, uh, Ken, I think you like this also from a hashtag off-air conversation that we had. If I like the Sixers tonight, then how can you not like Joel Embiid to have a monster performance tonight? Maybe, yep. maybe we're... So now we got to find a way, no matter how many miles it takes, climb the ladder for Joel Embiid. Uh, Embiid's points prop tonight. Like 50 <laughs> he's, he's, he's really big. Uh, Joel Embiid over 29. It's basically will Joel Embiid score 30 points tonight on Chris Dapps, Porzingis, and the Boston Celtics? I say he can. To, to paraphrase the British Bulldog at WrestleMania 7, I say he can and will. He was referring to breaking the Warlords full, full Nelson. I'm referring to Joel Embiid scoring 30 points tonight. Embiid over 29 and a half. My best of the best prop. Ken, what else you got for us tonight in the association? Best of the rest. So, yeah, just some other prop thoughts. I think uh, Nas Reed, who Matt alluded to uh, as part of the Timberwolves and their their great start. Um, I believe he has gone over his points prop in every game already this season. They're going to get to a really interesting point, which is like, yeah, they're going to do a really interesting point, which is like, how much do they play Towns and how much do they play this guy? Like, how do they balance that? Finch is kind of like splitting the difference right now in terms of minutes. Uh, Nas Reed points over tonight against like no one on the Herb Jones was just ruled out tonight for the Pelicans as well. Maybe it's a blowout and he doesn't play a lot, but actually I think he'd play with the second unit a lot too. Maybe Towns doesn't play. Uh, Nas Reed points over and then a couple ladder thoughts. Wizards Hornets is like not a real game. This is like going to be a stupid exhibition. What is stupid exhibitions favor? Jordan Poole having 900 points. If there was a 50 plus point price, I would bet it on him tonight. The Hornets get totally dominated by scoring guards. That's Poole. Uh, and then a player for the Hornets that could have a ton of success, vice versa. Mark Williams, they're big points and blocks ladders on him tonight. Um, maybe like, oh, well, LaMelo Ball is going to have a big game. Bigs have crushed the Wizards. Again, 240, basically the total on that game. So pool overs, Mark Williams overs. Uh, and then I like uh, Nas Reed over his points to uh, prop as well. All right, I'll give a couple bunch of props out here. Uh, I will play LaMelo Ball tonight up against, like, I, the, I actually think the Wizards are hilarious. Like I enjoy oh, it. Yeah. They're, if you're if, if you're I'm gonna be bad, exist. like yes, yeah. 
if you're going to be bad, make us laugh while you're bad. And they definitely make us laugh. Uh, it's also going to be really funny when LaMelo Ball has a like combined 90 pra tonight. Uh, yeah. 42 and a half over LaMelo Ball, points, yeah. rebounds, and assists at BetMGM. We mentioned uh, yesterday on the show, or maybe it was today, whatever. <laughs> we reached that point of the year. That our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. And he scored 16 points in every single game. Osser's points prop tonight is 14 and a half. Let's do the arithmetic. Is 14 and a half less than 16? Yes. So what do we do? We're not atheists here. We bet the over. Our God is an Osser God. More NBA bets on the other side, plus bets of steel, plus golf bets to wrap up the Wednesday edition of the show. Crazy stuff, not this time. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. It's a great job by our pal Jake to take us on uh, final segments of the show today on this Wednesday. We'll quickly do thank yous, and then I'll wrap up my NBA bets for tonight, and then we'll do bets of steel, and then we'll give you golf bets. There's still a lot to do here in this, the final segment of the show. Six sensational guests on the program today. Rob Pizzola, Brian Baldinger, the Bear Chris Felica, our friends Will Brinson, Eric Eager, and Matt Moore. Appreciate all of our guests today on You Better You Bet. Our executive producer... Alex Fasano, our technical director, Sean, smile on his mouth, hand on his haw, along with Stephen Conrad, a.k.a. SC, you know, Lauren's brother. Thanks a lot to Stephen and Sean Pa for their work on today's program. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, and our uh, our video producers today with downtown Mike Brown still cavorting on some tropical vacation during football season. God bless him. Bet you he doesn't have any brain fog right now, wherever he is. Well, maybe uh, he The does. tag team. Yeah. <laughs> Guess it's don't know where he is. The, yeah. the, the tag team of Matty Bassani and Dylan Mitchell. We very much appreciate both Matt and Dylan. Thank you guys very much for the work today on the show. Coming up after us is BetMGM Tonight, a four-hour live betting extravaganza. Don't miss it. Coming up after us here on the BetQL Network. All right, the rest of my NBA bets, best of the best, and then we will get to hockey bets for tonight. So told you. Our God's an awesome God. Awesome Thompson over 14.5 points. Gave out the Embiid points over as well. Once a narrative play, James Harden going back to one of his old haunts, Brooklyn. By the way, they've been in New York. They've been in New York for like three days now, right? Because they played yeah. the Knicks a couple nights ago. Is he alive? I mean, Are we sure? I mean, stri- strip club business booming right now in the New York metropolitan area with the Clippers in town, James Harden in town for a couple days. Uh, I. I think Harden shows up and shows out tonight and tries to stick it to the Nets a little bit. One of his former teams, Harden over 16.5 points, over 16.5 points for James Harden. Dylan Brooks saying yesterday he's looking forward to locking down LeBron. I don't know if Dylan Brooks is really going to have a lot of success doing that, but at some point, and maybe I'm wrong here, Father Time is going to prevent LeBron from having another one of these absolute masterpiece performances. Points prop bet down a little bit from earlier in the day was 25.5 when I first looked at it, 24.5 right now. I'll play LeBron under 24.5 points. Another star player under tonight going up against my guy Mitchell Robinson in the New York Knicks front line. You think that we're going to make it easy tonight? R.J. Barrett matters a lot to this Knicks team. Like He really does on both ends of the court, offensively and defensively. Those are the two ends. I think we're going to make life difficult tonight on Wemby in his first game in the world's most famous arena. Wemby under 19.5 points. Wemby under 19.5 points. Our guy Chet Holmgren, double-double machine. You want to bet Chet Holmgren double-double tonight? Plus 220 at BetMGM against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Chet Holmgren, double-double, yes. Plus 220, yes. Plus plus 220 for tonight. And if anyone can find 
Marcus Sasser or Julian Strother three-point over props. I, I would love to take them. I can't find them anywhere. But just wanted to throw that out there in case either guy goes off. I will take credit for it. And if they don't, hey, I never placed the bet, so I wasn't wrong. That's how hashtag sports betting content works. And those are the NBA bets for tonight on a Wednesday. Uh, let's hit the ice now. Bets of steel, only three games tonight, Jake, in the National Hockey League. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Jake, let's drop the puck three times in honor of three different versions of Millionaire's hit right turn. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Ooh, that, oh, we got oh, through oh, that was three, crisp. really. <laughs> Really begs the follow-up question, by the way. How many drop the pucks is too many for the computer in Chicago to handle? Yeah. Jake, Jake, play drop Three the puck like up to t- let's find out. Jake, play drop the puck up until t- until until the computer starts malfunctioning. Drop the puck. 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 I mean, it was it was literally the fourth time. So you asked for it three times. So it was like, wow, that was really crisp. Try it again. We get to three, and then just like drop the puck. Okay, got it. So four. So four is the answer. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get to some hockey bets for tonight. Only three games. Hashtag on the ice. Let's do it. Uh, Panthers and the Capitals. Ken, you're going to be getting in the car with Spencer. Uh, Panthers and the Caps. What do you got? I, uh, I like the over in this game. Obviously, the Panthers play a lot of over games anyway. The Caps have four days off. There's a lot of teams on like some weird rest uh, going on, playing in this game, playing tomorrow, just because of the way the schedule's been working. Uh, what do the Capitals need to fix during that four days off? The offense. It was brutal for the four games prior. Scored like one goal in a couple games. Uh, I think the Panthers are kind of the elixir for that, honestly. Six and a half total with them. Generally, I like overs on them anyway. Over for me tonight in that game. Man, we're going to go mano we mano on this one. I like the under in this game tonight with the Capitals and the Panthers, where Darcy Kemper's been pretty good. Bobrovsky's been awesome. So I don't know. Maybe the Capitals can fix their issues. I don't know if it happens tonight. So we'll go mano we mano here, and we'll, uh, we'll hashtag see what happens. So I'm on the under. Ken's on the over with the Panthers and the Caps. What about the Senators and the Maple Leafs in Toronto? Toronto off the overtime win against Tampa and Ottawa, obviously, like uh, tough times right now following an electric start to the season for the Senators. Yeah, they had a bunch of time off, too. Um, look, Toronto was like a, has been a dicey home team this year, despite how good they are. Uh, but most of what happened against Tampa was because Samsonov's a terrible goalie and had to get pulled and allowed four goals in that game. And Wool came in, and he's really good, and he's starting tonight. And I think it's like no such issues now that they're actually going with like the right goalie who's really good. Uh, Maple Leafs puck line, I actually like minus two and a half also. I. That's my bet also, is Maple Leafs on the puck line. All in all, it's just another save from Joel. Give me Toronto here on the puck line as well, and we will close here. Banger of a game coming up late tonight. The Golden Knights hosting the LA Kings. Like The Kings have been awesome this season, and you might have heard so too of the reigning defending Stanley Cup champion, Golden Knights of Las Vegas. Yeah, when the Canucks win the uh, Pacific, it'll be interesting which of these teams comes in second and which comes in third. It'll be really, uh, really fun. They played uh, a couple weeks ago 4-3 Vegas in a shootout uh, rematch of that game. Uh, I, the total has been bet up here, so six and a halfs are starting to appear. Uh, that is a number where I would like to play the under with Hill and Talbot confirmed as the starting goalies. Uh, I, I don't think Aiden Hill's going to win the, the Vezina. Also, he's been like the third best goalie in hockey so far this year. Uh, so like have some previous data between the teams expected goals also have a total that's been bet up six and a half is the number you need i like the under i 
I really, I want to play the Kings to win the game. I feel like I'm a little gun shy because I feel like we've had a couple. We've yeah. yeah, we've had a couple spots like this recently where like I'm trying to catch the falling knife basically, and every time I end up like a bloody mess on the floor. So I'll, I'm I'm gonna pass this game. I'm not gonna bet this game tonight with the Kings and the Knights. So only just the two bets for me in the uh, the first two games that we discussed, and those are our bets of steel for Wednesday night. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a wonderful football Wednesday. We'll give you golf bets for the Butterfield Bermuda Championship coming up in moments. But first, we got to pay the bill. So Jake, kindly drop the dope ass beat. Also, play Drop the Puck 18 times. Just kidding. Please don't do that. All right. Every time you make a wager, every time you make a wager at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets, risk-free tokens, or... Convert it to MGM Rewards Points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. So download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Also, this is me apologizing to BetQL's model. Yesterday on the show, I kind of like, like, oh yeah, BetQL, you like the Sharks? Sharks win tonight. I'll read like eight five-star plays coming up tomorrow. Well, the Sharks won. So I have to tip the proverbial cap to BetQL. Uh, you got to download the BetQL app and visit BetQL.com for the tools you need to take down the sportsbook. So BetQL doesn't just get one five-star play today. They, we will give you five five-star plays tonight from BetQL since they kind of you know shoved it up my derriere last night with the Sharks beating the Philadelphia Flyers. Tonight, Steph Curry over five and a half assists. Harrison Barnes over three and a half rebounds. Benedict Matherin over 12 and a half points. They're laying it with the Bucks against the Detroit Pistons. Milwaukee laying the 12 and a half. And then a little college hoops with Latin. Is this college hoops or college football? FAU doesn't play on a yeah, Wednesday. College right? hoops because it's Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's a, that, that's, that's a really good point. Uh, last year's Final Four team, FAU against the recent Final Four team in Loyola. FAU laying a touchdown against Loyola of Chicago. So again, Curry over assists, Barnes over rebounds, Matherin over points, Bucks laying it against the Pistons, and the Owls laying it against whatever the hell Loyola of Chicago is, the Fighting Sister Jeans. BetQL.com. That's right, it is the Ramblers. BetQL.com and the BetQL app. The Fighting Cameron Crutwigs. All right. Have time we have remaining in the show. Let's get golf bets from Ken and Tyler. Jake, take it away. From the comfort of their homes, You Better You Bet presents Golf Bets. Now up to the tee box, it's Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and Tyler Morales. All right, Ken, Tyler is not with us today. A well-deserved day off. Uh, take it away. Sure. Uh, Tyler and I were texting earlier, made sure that he would send me his bets. Apparently, he was going to play 36 holes of golf today. I hope he got to do that. Uh, we agree on two of the five outrights he sent, so that's good. I also have him calling his shot, except uh, I'll call his shot because I'll have to read it. Uh, his five outright bets, Brendan Todd at 20 to 1, who uh, has won this tournament already. Thomas Dietrich, this was very predictable that Tyler would go with this guy. Uh, the Belgian bomber was 25 to 1. Vince Whaley at 60 to 1, who I've only kind of heard of. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Well, Vince Whaley. You know, Vince. You know. Uh, well, well Doug's for, son. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Zi Chang Du, I think that's how I pronounce this guy's name. I don't know. His last name is spelled D-O-U, and I don't want to say that again. He's 75 to probably, 1. I think it's then, probably Dow. Oh, really? That would be that that would so. be That would be something. I think everyone knows who I'm talking about, so that's good. He's 75 to 1. Uh, and then Peter Malnati. Lou's son is a uh, hundred to one. That's, that's, and then, <laughs> that was a lock. That was an I, absolute. I try, lock. I try not to laugh before I said it. It came into my brain. Uh, so Brendan Todd, 
So Todd, Dietry, Whaley, Dow, and Malnati. Those are Tyler's bets. And he is calling his shot with uh, Thomas Dietry, who came in second in this tournament last year. Tyler's saying this time, Thomas Dietry will be successful. Uh, for me, and here's like, if you care at all, maybe you don't care about the tournament, like background or whatever. The stupidest thing by far about this tournament is uh, like, it's like, oh, like, what do all the winners have in common? When people play here, like, what do they all have in common? It's all the good putters. Can you imagine something so dumb? I've never said that about any tournament in my, in my entire life. Like putting is the most predictive, like how you putt is the most predictive part of this tournament. Like in terms of coming into the tournament, I can't believe that's true. It absolutely is. Uh, anyway, I agree with Tyler on two of his outrights. Uh, I have four. Dietrich, totally agree. Malnati, totally agree. Like a wild card, but he came in tied for seventh year last year. Great putter, great like court, like the the other course comps he's awesome there too so Dietrich and Malnati and then my other two Ben Griffin Peter's son his other one his other well the other two and then Lucas Glover nah. I will call my shot and say <laughs> I'll call my shot and say Lucas Glover wins the tournament I turned into a great putter the second half of the year all right and those are we gave you a lot of bets hope, hope everyone's satisfied today if not your money back We'll talk to everyone tomorrow on a Thursday. BetMGM tonight coming up next. Until then, I'm Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck.